the most profound spiritual teachers of all time say the same thing in different ways. Quiet the mind and listen within. Over the last 10 years of my life, I've been asking the same question. Can it really be that simple? This blogcast is about my journey to the answer. I'm Kayla Crisiglia, and you're listening to Intuition Academy. Hello, and welcome to episode 26 of Intuition Academy. Today, I want to share a really incredible breakthrough moment that I'm having in my personal life. And it has to do with relationship. I was trying to like sit and think before I started recording this episode today, like, what am I going to name this episode? It doesn't fucking matter what I name this episode. It doesn't. (laughs) I was having a conversation with my boyfriend recently about how I want to have more me time. I want to have more time where I'm focusing on myself, my spirituality, my mindset, my routine, finding a way to nest in my new home, feeling content with my new home, and just finding like acceptance and satisfaction with the present moment again. Because it feels like in recent history that I've sort of lost touch with that. And for anyone who's been there and then lost it, you know that it's not a very good feeling (laughs) when you know that there is something better that you've experienced in the past than what you're experiencing now. And so anyway, I was having this conversation with him like, I... I want to spend more time by myself. I want more me time, but I don't know how to do it because it feels like I'm constantly missing something. It, it feels like I'm missing out on something. Like there are some nights where I don't want to go to sleep even though I'm exhausted, even though I have things that I need to do in the morning because he's not going to sleep yet. And I've recognized this pattern throughout my past relationships this pattern of, of feeling like there's not enough time with a person. Like I'm missing like the FOMO, like the fear of missing out on something if I'm not there. Even if they're not doing anything. Like there was the night the other day where I had three or four client calls in the morning. I had to start at 9 a.m. and it was already 1 or 2 in the morning. And I was like, I know I need to go to sleep, but I'm really afraid I'm going to miss something if I do. And he was just like, why are you, like, I don't understand. Like, I'm just going to be sitting here watching anime if you go to sleep. Like, maybe we'd watch something else if you stayed awake because I know you don't like anime that much, but, like, you're cool about it sometimes. But, like, that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to just sit here and watch anime for, like, an hour and then come to bed. (laughs) And so that was, like, one of the things that we were talking about when I was having this conversation with him. And he was like, well, do you think that you're afraid of being alone? And I was like, I don't know, like, I feel like it goes deeper than me feeling like I'm afraid of being alone. It feels like, like, I don't feel like what I'm, what I could be doing outside of you is important enough to focus my energy on. Does that make sense? And like, as I'm saying this, it probably makes me sound so freaking clingy and needy and like codependent. 
And I recognize that. <laughs> like I said, this is something that has been present for me within relationships, not outside of them. But once the relationship starts getting to this like serious stage where it's like, it feels like, okay, this, this could potentially last for a very long time. That is when this energy starts to come into my experience where it feels like needy and it feels a little bit um, like it feels like a lot. Like I need, like I'll never be satisfied with the amount of time that we spend together. And so throughout this conversation, I was like, I know that that like the thing to do when when you're afraid of doing something is to just step into it and trusting that the answers that you need will follow. And so I was like, so I think that like what we need to do is stop spending so much time together. Um, He recently set a boundary to exercise more. And in order to do that, he asked me not to come over until he was done exercising because he said it was too easy for him to make an excuse and not do it if I was at the house because he just wanted to spend time with me. He just wanted to be in the room with me. If I was in the house, he didn't want to be in the garage like pumping iron you know? And so he set that boundary for himself and he's been exercising almost every single day other than his days off, which are his rest days. And I'm really proud of him for that. It's been like two weeks, I think, that he's been really sticking to that um, commitment he made to himself. And so I was like, and so similarly, I think that sticking to that boundary that you've set for yourself, I think that I also need like to set one for myself. And so what did I do in that moment? I just, while we were having a conversation, I I just allowed myself to sink into my inner voice. And I was like, what do I need? Like, what is my boundary? What do I need to do before, like, in order to to let this stuff go? And all I heard was, like, like, commit to three nights with each other. And so I took that as, after asking further questions, that the boundary that I needed to set was that I'm only like we can only spend three nights a week together for now that will clearly change in the future but for right now we decided to take a little bit of a step back in order to to build a healthier foundation between the two of us was the best option and so four nights on our own four days on our own and then three days or three evenings together a week and I think that we both agreed that that was the best thing to do and so today was the first day that I woke up. Um, I got to sleep in. This was the first day I got to sleep in on my own at my new house. And I've just been sitting in bed, like processing through a lot of this stuff this morning, like actually taking time to voice memo and to talk with my coach and to drop into my mastermind and to talk to the girls and to just journal and think about all this stuff to process it. And as expected, I had a fucking amazing breakthrough. <laughs> I was talking to my coach and just being like, yeah, I want to I want to process through some of this stuff. I want to talk about like why I'm afraid of being alone and why that fear doesn't really seem to come into play until things are progressing really seriously in a relationship that I'm in. And I recognize that fear. It's been there for a long time. It's just the fear that there won't be enough time together. And I've shared on the podcast in the first episode that when I was 18, I lost my boyfriend. He died. And I thought that as I was processing through all of this, 
that what it was coming down to was this subconscious fear that was planted into my brain after he died that says that regardless like you need to rush it as quickly as you possible as quickly as you possibly can with the person that way you can you can spend as much intimate time with them you can learn as much about them as you possibly can you can progress through the relationship as quickly as you possibly can like you need to rush it because if you don't then you'll have missed out on all of these things when eventually they're gone and they die and that was what I was thinking that the story was until I continued to ask for coaching and dug even deeper and realized that it's not this fear of repeating the past. Like Ethan died when I was 18, therefore that means that I have this subconscious fear that every other man that I date is going to die. It went so much deeper than that. <laughs> And this is one of the things that I love about the inner voice. Like I remember doing an inner voice session with one of my, like one of my clients, Shonda. Um, she was in the mastermind with me and we did a session together once. And her inner voice was like, like, uh, it was something about how regardless of whether the mind is experiencing something positive or negative like it's still not the true experience it's still not the entire truth because the truth is that it always goes deeper than the mind can experience and so if you're in the mind's perspective and the mind is experiencing something and it's feeling like an inkling of satisfaction in that moment there is still deeper truth to it there is still it, it still runs so much more deeply than that so regardless of whether it's positive or negative, it's not fucking true. Regardless of what the mind is believing, whether it feels good or it doesn't feel good, it is not the truth. It is not the entire truth. Only the inner voice, that aspect of yourself, can know the entire truth. Because that is the, the infinite being. That is the being that doesn't experience time. There is timelessness. There is everything in that experience where in the mind there's constriction and there's this 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 rushing aspect to things because it can't experience everything it does have a limited amount of time it is limited whereas the inner voice is limitless and so as i was digging even deeper into this like okay so why Similarly to the way that I do inner voice work, I like to ask the mind questions because, again, like I am not the mind, but I'm also, in my perspective, not in not the inner voice. Like I am just the thing that is aware of both of them, and so really, you can't know everything that that thing knows unless you ask the fucking question. And so similarly to the way that I'll ask the inner voice questions to gain its knowledge, in order to understand the mind, I ask my mind questions. And just as easily as the answers come out of the inner voice, the fucking mind is even easier to hear from because it really likes to talk. And so I was asking the inner voice, or I was asking the mind, like, why are you so afraid of, like, not having enough time with somebody? Like, why are you constantly rushing things? And it was just like the simple, like, there's not enough time. And I'm like, what do you mean there's not enough time? Like, there is so much time. Like, would you be satisfied if you spent 70 years with somebody? No, says the mind. Why would you not be satisfied? Because that's still not forever. My mind 
is now beginning to understand my belief systems, my spiritual belief systems, which, to break them down very simply, is that I am an infinite, timeless, limitless being that will live a limitless amount of lifetimes as limitless amounts of characters. I will not be the character Kayla recording this podcast, Intuition Academy, forever. And similarly, let's say I spend the rest of my life with Carver. Even if I spend 70 years with Carver, from my mind's perspective, that from my mind's perspective, he is the character Carver will die. Like his soul will live on, that's fine. But the character Carver will die. And the character Kayla will die. Our identities and our relationship, the things that, that built our relationship, will die. Because they're all based in the character. And my mind is starting to grasp this. <laughs> my mind is starting to grasp and understand that it is not going to live forever. Only I will. Only my inner voice will. Only me as the awareness will. But the mind will not. The mind and my identity that goes along with the mind will, will disintegrate one day. Whether that be because I reach enlightenment in this lifetime or just because I die and shed my skin. And so to my mind, it's like, even if you spend 70 years with somebody, you are still going to die and that person is still going to die. And that means that I will die. And that means I, as the mind have a limited amount of time with this person and their identity. Does that make sense? This was like a really deep moment this morning for me. A deep moment of understanding and, and, and the realization that like my mind fucking gets it. My mind understands what it is at this point in my life. It understands that it is not me. It understands that it is not God, that it is not in control of everything and that it does have a limited amount a limited amount of time. And it's like because it's grasping more and more these belief systems that I have. It's like, well, now I'm afraid because I I know that regardless of what I do, regardless of how I feel about a person, that that will one day dissolve and will become nothing. From the mind's perspective. The inner voice perspective is entirely different. But this is the mind's perspective and it's the only perspective the mind can have. It can't have the limitless, infinite perspective because it doesn't experience that. And so I was like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to let go and, and be all in in a relationship when this is what the mind believes? When the mind understands what it is now and wants to focus entirely on, on like what it can't have or what it will lose one day. And it's affecting my actions because I'm acting as if, and like I'm feeding into the belief that says that one day like this will end. One day this will end. One day our relationship will dissolve. One day I won't be Kayla anymore. And I'll have to start all over with someone else. Like, 
I'm feeding into that belief system as if it's coming true already, even though I'm 29 years old and I still have like a good 70 fucking years left, maybe more. Maybe I got another 90. Regardless, my mind is like, I don't, doesn't matter. One day it's going to be over, even if I spend that whole 90 years with one person. And so I was like, how am I supposed to let that go? How am I supposed to choose something different when that's the reality? And so I sank down into the inner voice and I was asking, like, I don't understand, like, what am I supposed to do? If this is the mind's perspective, I can't do anything about it. And I missed the most, like, foundational and, like, basic understanding of everything all the work that I'm trying to do, all the work that I'm constantly doing. And that is that I don't have to choose the mind's perspective. (laughs) And I don't have to change the mind's perspective. All I have to do is ask for the inner voice's perspective instead and then choose it once I'm aware of it. It's not about dissolving, letting go, or changing the mind and its belief systems. It just can't happen. Some of this stuff can't happen. I can't convince the mind that what it believes isn't true because it is true from the mind's perspective. The mind will die. The mind is not going to last forever. The mind does have a limited amount of time with whoever I choose to be with in this lifetime. But that doesn't mean that I have to believe it so deeply that I choose it and I start behaving in response to that belief system. Instead, I can choose the inner voice perspective, which is it doesn't matter that the character dissolves because you were never the character to begin with. You were never that relationship. You were never, you were never in love with that character. It was something wonderful and beautiful and growth-inducing that you got to experience in this lifetime, but it's not everything. And that person doesn't just go away. They just become the truth of who they are. Just like I don't go away. I just become the truth of who I am. And I can be with those people. All of them. None of them. I could be with Carver for the rest of this lifetime and I could be with him for all of the next as well. If we both choose it, it's not about changing the mind's stories and trying to let go of the fear. It's about feeling the fear and acting anyway. What is my deepest desire? when it comes to relationship? This is the most important question you can ask about anything. What is your deepest desire? I beg each one of you to dip down about any topic that feels hard right now or feels confusing and ask your inner voice, like, what do I desire here? What do I desire? When I ask myself, what do I desire when it comes to relationship? My deepest desire is to spend my life 
with one character. I don't want to hop from character to character in this lifetime. I don't want to date relentlessly. I don't want to have to continuously start over and get to know new people. I want to build a life, a friendship, a family with one person, with one individual, with one character. That is my deepest desire. And so all I need to do is walk into that desire believing that I can have it. Believing that for the next 70, 90, 50, 30, however many years I have left on this planet as the character Kayla, that I can spend those years with one individual person. And that I don't need to be out in the world dating left and right at all. That is my desire. Therefore, that is what I should be taking action on. The belief that I can have that. Taking action in that direction. Instead of the, the perspective that says that, well, I'm inevitably going to end up alone and I'm going to have to start over with someone else. So, the actions that I'm seeing in relation to that belief system in my personal life right now is I have to spend as much time as I possibly can with this person. I can't possibly take too much time on my own because if I do, I might miss something and I'm going to lose that person one day and I don't want to miss anything. I don't want to have any regrets when it ends. I have to tell them exactly how I feel all the time. I have to, I have to move as quickly as I possibly can. We have to start jumping hurdles and getting over things we have to start resolving conflict and issues we have to we have to make everything as perfect as possible so it can be perfect as long as we possibly have together that is all based around this fear that i am going to lose him one day i'm going to lose him one day and that belief is making me do things in a way that that say that, that this isn't going to last forever. If you're familiar with the model at all, like this is just typical model, like the belief creates the emotional response and the emotional response affects your actions and your actions create your results. And at this point, I am living and, and basing my actions and my emotions around the fact that my mind believes that it's not going to last forever. When instead, I can say, I've, I desire to be with somebody for the stretches of the rest of my lifetime as the character Kayla, and that I can find satisfaction in being with that person for all those years. That like that I can find that person, that I, I've, I've found that person, that I will find that person, whatever it happens to be, just, just accepting and believing that I can have that. Instead of believing that whenever someone comes into my life that it will inevitably end. My actions and my emotions around that relationship will shift entirely. And yes, that's basic model 
But this is about choosing the inner voice perspective. And the inner voice perspective is not this fear that says that I'm going to be alone again and I'm going to have to start over. So I might as well really enjoy it while I can and get in and juice it of everything that I possibly can as quickly as I can. That way when it ends, I don't feel like I missed anything. That's the mind's fear. Choosing the inner voice perspective doesn't mean fear. It never means fear. It means the opposite. It means acceptance. It means acceptance. And really, when it came down to it, my inner voice is not guiding me to let go of anything in order to make my relationship better. It's to help me Focus more on my path, my individual path that I'm walking, my experience. I am the awareness of my life. I am the, the awareness of the Kayla character. I am not the awareness of the Carver character. He is his own awareness. <laughs> I am my own awareness. And never can I have access to his mind and inner voice the same way that he does? That's not how it's meant to be. I can only find satisfaction in my own present moment. And as of right now, because I've been living in this fear, living in this fear that I have to milk this, like I have to milk it as long as I possibly can and I have to juice it, I have to get everything out of it that I possibly can as quickly as I can because inevitably it's going to end. That is how I've been living over the last few months since he came into my life. And for anyone who's been listening since I started recording, you can feel the shift. I know that you can feel the shift because I feel the shift. I feel the difference between the belief system that I had before, which was just feeling satisfied in every moment of my life feeling satisfied with everything that I had, and now feeling like I have this amazing thing and I'm going to lose it. Therefore, I, I need to do something in order to, to keep it longer. It's taken away from every other area of my life. And that's my own doing. He hasn't done a damn thing to create this. He's just allowed it. (laughs) But I've never been one to, to listen very well when it comes to somebody trying to force me into growth. And that's something that I'm incredibly grateful for in this person that I'm with. That there is no forcing. There is no desire to change me It's just complete acceptance of where I am all the time. And it's not like he wants to do what I'm doing. If anything, we have completely different desires. Like he wants to sit and watch anime and I want to go do some fucking EFT and tap and talk to my inner voice. And like like he wants to sit and play a video game, you know, like that's how he unwinds. I unwind by doing EFT and talking to my inner voice. And there's nothing wrong with the difference between them. It's just, are we both choosing what we desire to do? And he has been choosing his desires. He has been. He's been true to his desires, but I have not. 
I have not been true to my desires because I'm afraid. I have been afraid. If I walk into them, that inevitably our relationship will end and I'll have missed something. And then I'll just be full of regret and sadness. And so knowing now that this is all just based in my fear and not even because of something that's happened while I've been here, not because of an experience that I went through, and instead just because of my spiritual belief system, like it just feels so deep. And almost like the mind has has impressed me. <laughs> like my mind is afraid of something that my mind should be afraid of. <laughs> you know? Like the mind is usually illogically fearful of something. The mind is usually afraid of things that haven't happened yet. And you know, like of course this hasn't happened yet, but it's inevitable. It is inevitable. I understand why the mind is afraid. Half the time I understand, I get this deep understanding of why the mind's afraid. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, like that's so fucking, like that doesn't make any sense. Mind, you make no sense. I don't understand you. You know, like I feel like half the time that is the response that I am experiencing towards my mind. And this time I was like, oh my God, like that's deep. Mind, holy shit, that is deep. That makes sense why you're afraid of that makes complete sense why you're afraid of that. And so for anybody listening to this right now, I just want to extend this bit of enlightenment that I'm experiencing right now. That when it comes to desires... And specifically in relationship like this, it's not about letting go of the fear. It's about letting the mind have the fear because you really can't do anything to make the mind stop being afraid. The mind's allowed to be afraid. Like, it doesn't know what the fuck's going on, it's a baby. That's the way I like to think of the mind. Like, if you think about the amount of times if you hold the same spiritual beliefs as me, then that means that I am not 29. I'm like thousands of years old. And I'm connected to a network of, of age that is infinite. Like a network of knowledge and understanding that is deeper than any person could ever possibly understand. And it's not for us to understand that while we're here. It's just to live and experience the human experience. The mind is 29 years old. It only has 29 years of experience, this lifetime's worth of experience, and only my personal experiences. It doesn't have anyone else's but my own. And it's scared shitless, as most of our minds are. It's like its job is to be fucking scared. And can you blame it? It's a baby. And it feels like it's supposed to have all the answers. It's supposed to do all these things. It's supposed to keep us safe and protected. And it's, that's a lot. While in reality, we are ageless. Because where we come from, there is no time. 
the mind is like if you think about like looking at those graphs of the earth and like how long humans have lived on the earth in comparison to all the other species that have lived on this planet and even just like the age of the earth at all it's like this tiny little fucking blip this tiny little like barely scratch mark on this graph in comparison to this long like extended lifetime that the earth has experienced that's the way i like to think of the mind versus the inner voice or like your your soul's lifetime like your soul is like the entire earth's lifetime and like the mind is that tiny little blip (laughs) and that is the age difference between the two like we've been here a lot longer than the mind has before the mind even existed we were here And so it's not about releasing this mind fear. It's about letting the mind just be afraid. (coughs) And choosing something else instead. Choosing my experience has been choosing the inner voice's perspective. That's what I choose to do. And my life feels much more fun and flowing and joyful and beautiful the more that I tap into that aspect of myself I was just saying to my coach earlier like this is the power of having a coach is it's not because that coach has all the answers it's because that coach holds a certain energy that you aren't in right now but you want Investing in a coach is basically just investing in that person's energy. They don't give you anything. The information that they give you isn't useless, but it's not the, it's not the point. The information that the, these people give you, the masterminds and whatever else, like these, these packages and these courses, it's not about that. It's about the energy that they hold. I have been at an energy, at an energy that feels dissatisfactory to me. And so what did I do? I went out into the world and I found a coach who had a higher vibrating energy than me. And all I need to do is be in the same room as her, which doesn't even mean physically being in that room with her because she's in Europe and I'm in the United States. But it just means like that she is there. I have access to her vibration Every time that I tell her something that's going on with me and she gets to respond and give me her advice, her perspective, she gets to coach me into my inner voice when I don't think to do that or I don't feel like I have the capacity to do it on my own, that is me getting to tap into her energy. That is me getting a preview of what it's going to feel like when I am at that place. And the longer that you can sit in that space with a person, the more that you get used to what it feels like to be in that energy. That was why the Quantum Leap Mastermind was so powerful for me and all the other girls in that group. It was because we were in the energy of Lauren Siesco and Jen Navarro. And that was so transformative for all of us. All of us have transformed 
entirely, in my opinion, since that group. And still being able to be in the room with each other. Like, now one of the girls in that group is my coach. I got to experience her growth from from the lower end to being where she is now. And it's been fucking incredible to watch the authentic journey that she took. And feeling so inspired by her that I want to work with her. That's the power of having a coach. It's just being in the room with somebody who is at the frequency that you want to be at. That is the only thing. That is the only power in a coach. It's not about the information. The information is great, but in my opinion, the type of coaching that I want is to just be in the room with somebody who feels more energetically like I want to feel. And knowing that because I'm in the room with them, that I am their equal. So, (sighs) that was my big breakthrough for today. And like always, if you like the energy (laughs) that you experience while you're on these listening to these podcasts, then I would love to work one-on-one with you. I am still taking new one-on-one clients, and I take people for a range of any sort of mindset issue they're experiencing in any range of time. I don't like to constrict people to a certain time frame, and I also don't like to trap people into a certain time frame. So if you want a one-off session with me, that's great. Let's set it up. If you want someone more long-term, like six to 12 months, that's amazing too. Whatever you need, I want to be able to give. So if you're interested on signing with me as your one-on-one coach, you can find the link in my description box. I'd also love it if you'd follow me on Instagram. That's at Kayla Corsiglia, and I will also tag that in the description box. And until next time, quiet the mind, listen within, and always follow the joy.